and his presence, just the incredible hunger uh, that I feel in this place. It's just such an honor to be with you for another weekend, to be able to worship the Lord with you. Appreciate so much your kindness to me and my family. Uh, we have felt like family being here. Appreciate so much the fellowship and hospitality of your pastor and pastor's wife. Uh, thank the Lord for apostolic leadership and just the spirit of excellence that is manifested in this place. All the musicians, all the singers, it is amazing. Uh, just I can just see the rotation of it. I didn't know y'all had that many singers and that many musicians. I, I'm expecting the same crowd, but hallelujah, the Lord keeps switching it up. Praise the Lord. A lot of talent, a lot of anointing in this place. Amen. Amen. And that is just that is just wonderful. I appreciate your pastor following the Holy Ghost uh, today and just really reassuring and putting confirmation in my spirit uh, to what the Lord would have me speak to you uh, this morning. And I pray it will be a blessing to you. Why don't we open up our Bibles to the Gospel of Mark chapter 5. The Gospel of Mark chapter 5 and verse 25. And uh, we can stand for the reading of the word of the Lord. Gospel of Mark chapter 5 and verse 25. Appreciate so much my armor bearers and uh, all the ministry here. Just so many uh, different variables, different people working behind the scenes. I give honor to you. Gospel of Mark, chapter 5, verse 25. If you have it, say amen. amen. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Last scripture, verse 34, And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. I want to preach on this subject this morning, releasing your miracle, releasing your miracle. Why don't you lay your Bibles down, everyone close your eyes and lift up your hands and let's ask the Lord to have his way as he already has. God, we thank you for your presence already being made manifest here in a powerful way. I ask for you to minister into every heart, into every soul, into every trouble. God, I understand what you're doing in this environment, what you're doing in this season. 
God, I ask for you to bring out everything that you would like to bring out and open up what you would like to open up and close what you would like to close and touch your people in a mighty fashion, God. Let lives be transformed already in this wonderful church, but Lord, let there be lasting transformation, God. Let, let there not just be fruit, more fruit, and much fruit, but God, we ask right now for a blessing of remaining fruit, God, and let it happen here this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Can you clap your hands unto the Lord? Can you clap those hands with expectation? Come on, I think somebody has a hallelujah on the inside. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Look at the person next to you and tell them, it's time to release your miracle. Tell them again, now don't hold on to my miracle all service. Somebody shout yes. yes. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Throughout the Old Testament and especially the New Testament, God would do certain things and work certain miracles not to just transform lives but also with the intention to reveal himself to man every time god did something it was not just the action that was important but it was the revelation that was important each time he opened the blinded eyes and unstopped the deaf ears and Heal the lame man, the leprous man, even healing the minute fever. Every time God did something, it was with the intention that they would receive revelation of who he was, that he had authority over every deaf ear, that he had authority over every dumb tongue, that he had authority over every blinded eye. Each time he did something, it was not just for the transformation of the individual physically, but it was also for the transformation of the individual spiritually. And he would produce points to help them understand more about himself. He would heal people. Just think about it with me. When he healed the person of the blinded eyes and the first time when he touched them, he only saw trees. But Jesus touched him again and he saw clearly. It wasn't that God couldn't heal him at the first point. It was that God was trying to teach the disciples that you understand a little bit about me now, but you do not have the full revelation of me. So I've got to open your understanding and touch you again so you can get a clear revelation of who I am. And we discover a lot about God by what he does. But I would argue the point with you here this morning 
that we also discover a lot about God by what he does not do. And I'm convinced that I have learned a lot about God not just by what he did, but what he has not done. He said, right now I can pray for 12 legions of angels to come down and destroy everything. But I'm showing my power by what I'm holding back. And when you get a revelation about what God has held back and what he has not done, there's a praise that comes on your lips because every one of us deserved judgment, but he showed his mercy by what he held I said we were born in sin, shapen in iniquity. You think about when he was about to destroy the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. He told Abraham, I've got to go and see if their sin is according to the cry of it. In other words, sin has a voice. And that voice cries out to God for God to judge them. But thank the Lord that when I deserved judgment for my sin he held judgment back to give me an opportunity to get it right in his pr- my Lord help me now the Bible says that he waited in the days of Noah the earth deserved judgment now but he waited to look for somebody that would stand in the gap and find grace come on somebody the earth deserved to never survive again but thank God in his long suffering he held judgment back to give man the opportunity to help to, to, to bridge the gap back to God but hear me when I think about my own life and what God has not done. I didn't get in church until I was 19 years old. Can I tell you I deserve judgment before I turned 19. I promise you. But I think about whenever I graduated high school and I had a cousin that was graduating high school in Eunice, Louisiana. So I drove about an hour to go to my cousin's graduation. I wasn't saved yet, didn't know God. But on my way to my cousin's graduation I didn't have a seatbelt on and as I was driving on the way there going 50 60 miles an hour there was a car that pulled up in front of me and it was going to be a head-on collision and in that instant moment a fraction of a second I thought to myself it's too late for me to put the brakes on because I'm going to hit them and I thought about my college basketball career of the future and said I don't want to press on the brake because this collision is going to be so hard it can break my ankle so if since contact is inevitable I'm going to lift up my foot off the brake and just let it hit me because maybe if I survive this I can still have a basketball career 
all of those thoughts came in a split second. And when I hit that car head-on collision, my head hit the windshield, sent cracks all through the windshield. I got over into the passenger side. I'm paralleled into the passenger side. My car did a 360, and several yards away, there was a car parked here, and a car parked here in parallel parking. And there was one open space in the middle of those two parked cars. My car did a 360 and landed perfectly in the middle in a perfect parking space. I deserve to God die, but thank God that he held it back to give me an opportunity. Somebody needs to thank God for what he has held back. Somebody needs to thank God for what he's held back from your kids. Come on now. Your kids been going crazy. But God's still been protecting them. Even though they don't. Oh, somebody clap their hands right now. I see, I see the, the, the power of God, power of God uh, before he ever created anything. Uh, I see the power of God uh, before he ever did anything in time or in the earth. Uh, I see the power of God uh, before he ever said, let there be light, uh, before he ever uttered the words, uh, uh, where he hung the stars up in the galaxy uh, by the power of his words. Uh, I see the power of God uh, before you ever even got here. Because uh, the Bible says that we were chosen in him uh, before the foundation of the world. Uh, that is a mystery to me. Uh, that God would choose me before I ever even lied, before I ever even confessed his name, but I was chosen before he ever spoke the world into existence. That is a mystery to me, that Jesus was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. It was already in lock in progress uh, locked in before time before creation God uh, was all by himself all self-sufficient uh, he was the, this amazing God uh, that had yet to do anything in time uh, or in the earth John said in the beginning was the word uh, the word was with God and the word was God uh, that word in the Greek is logos the plan thought reason one commentator called it the science of God. You see the science of God at work before he ever opened up his mouth because the mind was already working on you before you ever even came into existence. You're not hearing me right now. Your personality traits were already distinctly lined up before time ever even began. Everything was regimented. The earth didn't come by happenstance. Your personality who you are didn't come by happenstance. God was regimented before anything ever happened.
gap in the mind of God was at work in a powerful way. God was all by himself, yet the mind was at work getting everything in line before he ever opened up his mouth saying, let there be light. Hear me right now. With this amazing God, God was all by himself, and this is interesting because with God being all by himself, that would have to conclude that revelation did not exist before time began. Why? Because there was no one for God to reveal himself to. So the Bible says, watch this, he counseled with himself. He, he, he counseled with himself. So anytime you start talking to yourself, don't, don't think I'm crazy, I'm just acting like God. Praise the Lord. No one to reveal himself to. He's all by himself, but watch this. He created time in the earth for the sole purpose to produce revelation. Watch this. He was already Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He was already Jehovah Nisi, our victor. He was already Jehovah Rephna, our healer. He was already that, but it, that could not be released until he created time to release himself. He created time in the earth for the sole purpose to release himself. Everything that you see in this earth has one intention, and that is to produce revelation about God. The heavens declare the glory of God. It reveals God, everything in the sky, every star, every galaxy, every planet, every river, every ocean, every sea, every landmass, every desert. It produces revelation about who God is. He said the Godhead is plainly seen by nature. Nature will judge man in eternity. Because we are inexcusable to not know who God is. Woo! I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, well didn't you wake up in the morning huh? and, and pick some peas out of the ground? Wasn't that you pulling the mango off the tree? I created it all to produce revelation. And later when Abraham discovered and said, you are Jehovah Jireh, my provider, God was already that, but he just liked when man recognized that he was that. And so... He creates man, the crown of his creation. And he creates man in his image. And when he creates man in his image, he says, Adam, I want you to start naming these animals to exercise your dominion. And Adam gets so bored naming these animals that something flies across his face and he's like, 
fly. He sees that fly get on a piece of fruit and he's like, fruit fly. And God's like, I got to find a help me for this guy. All the husbands said, amen. So I got to find a help me for this guy. And the Bible says, this is my most important point in my message. The Bible says that there was not a help me found for him. God was looking for Adam's answer on the outside. Until God realized, hold on, Adam's answer is not on the outside, it's already within him. So I've got to put him through something. A deep sleep. So I can get out of him. Everything that I've already placed in him. Can I tell you why you're going through so much hell in your life? It's to get every gift and every talent that God has put in you for it to get pressured out of you. My Lord, help me. That rib does no good for you on the inside, Adam. You're lonely, so I got to put you through a surgery. Hey, I got to split you open where you suffer pain and suffer loss so I can get what's in you and make something beautiful out of everything that you lost. And what you lost... he lost the rib and gained a wife he went through surgery he had to be willing to suffer pain and suffer loss to get out what God put in watch this and he created something beautiful out of his loss Adam woke up out of that deep sleep and he's like God what did you do This is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. It was worth going through what I went through. When I see what God brought out of me after I went through all of that hell. And the success of a trial is not the outcome, but it's what you become in that trial that makes it successful. So it was worth all the pain because it got something out of me that I did not realize was there. It was worth all the hurt because I didn't realize I was anointed like that. I didn't realize I had power like that. I didn't realize I could praise him like that. I didn't realize I can sing like that. But it was worth all the hell. It was worth all the trouble. It was worth all the trial when I see what came out of me. I wish somebody would clap and receive that. I wish somebody would lift up their voice and thank God for every mountain. Thank God for every valley. Thank God for every hurt because something has come out. Come on, somebody worship him right now.
Rapar, Alamashaya, Hakatana Bahaya, Alalala Mokosaya, Hatatela Makataya, Ikondolo Mohosataya, Alalala Mashataya, Hallelujah to God. God said, I gotta raise up a circumstance in your life because you're looking for everybody else for your answer. But I've already put your answer on the inside. But I gotta pressure your answer to get out of you. I gotta put you through some hell to get it out of you. Where you can realize, hey, I'm not dependent on nobody else to get my anointing. I'm gonna produce the anointing that God has. You're looking at everybody else. I wish I had their talent. I wish I had their ability. I wish I could sing and preach like that. No, 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 no. If you only realize what you already have on the inside, you wouldn't be intimidated by anybody else's giftings. When you realize you've got everything you need to become what God's called you to become. God, God, God is worth going through it, God. If you'll just get this out of me, because as long as I'm being timid with what you put in me, I'm frustrated all the time. I'm scared about what people are going to think about me. If I really start operating in my anointing like God wants me to, can I tell you I've made up my mind a long time ago. You can judge me if you want, but judge me while I'm walking in my anointing. Judge me while I'm worshiping without fear. Judge me while I'm being anointed for the Lord. Talk about me if you want, but watch me get my miracle. Watch me get my blessing. When you realize what you have in you, you won't be afraid anymore. Can I ask you a question? What does God have to put you through to finally get what's in you to get out of you? You'll pressure points in your life because you're silent when you have a voice that needs to be reached this world and reach this community. And I'll raise up hell if I got to in your family. I'll raise up hell if I got to in your job because what's in you is too valuable and the church needs it and the world needs it so I'll let you cry at night as long as you produce everything that I put in you oh somebody clap their hands unto the Lord right now on somebody worshiping. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Shalom 
Jesus. There was a storm raging on and Jesus was at the bottom of the boat and there was a storm raging on. But hear me, Jesus, he was the Prince of Peace. How can the Prince of Peace be in the boat and yet there is still a storm raging on? Well, what happened was the storm provoked the peace that was in Jesus to get out of Jesus, where Jesus finally said, peace be still, and the peace that was in him overpowered everything that came against him, and everything came to a halt, because the storm provoked the peace on the inside to overcome the hell on the outside. I got to preach this till somebody believes it. The Bible says that God was looking for a man after his own heart. And the Bible says that he found a boy in Jesse's house. Hold on. He said that you found a man, but hold on, you found a boy. But watch this. God saw the man in the boy. Hey, you're not hearing me now. But I've got to bring a giant to the boy to get the man out of the boy. He was a man already. He didn't know it yet. But the giant provoked all the tenacity that was on the inside to finally get out and destroy his adversary. I got to preach this so somebody believes it. Oh, somebody clap their hands right now. I got to preach this so somebody believes it. Hey! Jesus is in the desert after 40 days of fasting and Satan comes to him and pressures him and tempts him and squeezes him and pressures him so much till what's in Jesus comes out of Jesus. You're not hearing me yet. How he pressured them is that if you be the son of God and he pressured him out but he said thou shalt live by not by bread of alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. In other words, you have pressured the word out of me, and I am the word, and because you pressured me, the word in me had to come out of He got pressured at Gethsemane and he had so much stress that he suffered from hemohydrosis which is when the blood starts seeping out of her pores and he got pressured so much until what was in him came out of him. In him was blood but the pressure brought the blood out. You're not hearing me. And I thank God for the blood and I thank God for the word because he endured a storm to get everything out of I need somebody to take a praise break right now. If you've never shouted, go ahead and shout. If you've never worshiped, go ahead and worship. If you've never praised, go ahead and praise him. Come on, give him a 30 second worship right now. I feel something being born in this place. I feel something getting released in this place.
When hell sees what God made out of your storm, he's going to wish he never would have touched you. He's going to wish he never would have messed with your marriage. He's going to wish that he never would have messed with your family. He's going to wish that he never messed with this church. Because what God made, makes out of hell's adversaries, come on, you're not hearing me yet. What God is going to make out of every attack, hey, in every attack there is a seed of anointing. So get the seed of anointing out of your attack. Come on, somebody. Hey, hey, thank you for the attack, devil. You just let me know there was a seed that I didn't know about. This light affliction, which is but for a moment, uh, worketh for us a far more exceeding uh, and eternal weight of glory. He said, your affliction worketh for us. Uh, your affliction isn't working against you. Uh, it's working for you. Uh, it's on your side, uh, pushing you to the next level. Uh, hey, uh, I don't get sad when I get afflicted. Uh, I've got the peace of God on the inside uh, that helps me sustain my hurt uh, and pushes me into everything I was supposed to be. I thought I was supposed to just sit on the pew, but when hell attacked me, it provoked me to open up my mouth and go after the ministry. Oh, somebody clap your hands right now. go through what I gotta go through Lord but I gotta get this out of me I gotta get this anointing out of me I gotta get this real out of me I got to I've been holding on to it too long and the more I hold on to it I feel lonely and the more I hold on to it I feel rejected but now I don't care about rejection anymore I just gotta get this miracle out of me I just gotta release this anointing out of me I just gotta get this thing out and I don't care what nobody says they can call me crazy if they wanna call me crazy but I gotta get this out of me you can call me what you want but I gotta release this thing Everybody lift up your hands. Hey. 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 gotta groan this thing out of me. That's when you tap into groanings which cannot be uttered. I gotta groan this thing out of me. I don't even know what to pray anymore. I'm going through so much hell. All I got is I gotta get this out of me. I gotta get this out of me. That's how you reach the dimension of intercession. Get this thing out of me.
Somebody grown right now. Somebody grown in the spirit right now. Somebody open up your mouth and groan out to the Lord. I'm preaching to somebody in the Holy Ghost right now. You've got too much in you that's just been con- content to be there. It's just been comfortable there. But I gotta get this thing out of me. Come on, somebody open up your mouth right now. Come on, somebody open up your mouth and cry out unto the Lord. Come on, I don't need to finish this message here this morning. Somebody needs to follow the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody needs to get this thing out of you. The more you hold on to it, you get frustrated. Just get it out. Come on, you just got to get it out. Come on, you just got to release it. You just got to release your miracles. Somebody pushing the crowd right now. Somebody pushing the crowd right now. I've been going through hell for 12 years. It's pushed me into doctor's offices. It's pushed me into counselor's offices. But finally the devil attacked me for too long. But it pushed me right into Jesus' arms. And Jesus can do it in a moment. But no doctor and nobody can. 